0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, November 18th. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Industry alliance looks to shape climate debate. Born to wield the ag gavel. EU faces pushback on climate tariff. Key Republican not yet sold on carbon credits. The new Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance is out with its proposals for rewarding farmers for dealing with climate change. Now the question is how much the plan gets picked up. Randy Russell, top industry lobbyist who is advising the alliance, says the coalition's intent is to get its recommendations included in climate legislation, and he thinks there's a good chance a bill could move through a closely divided Congress. Biden transition officials are being briefed on the recommendations this week. One key recommendation, creating a carbon bank at USDA, could be carried out administratively. That according to a key Biden transition advisor. However, the alliance believes Congress needs to increase USDA CCC spending authority beyond that $30 billion limit. By the way, keep an eye on Senator John Bozeman, who will be either chair or top Republican on the Senate Ag Committee next year. He tells AgriPulse he's concerned that ag carbon credits will benefit companies that trade in the offsets more than the farmers who generate them. You can read more about the Alliance recommendations at AgriPulse.com, and we'll have more about the proposal's prospects in this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Transition Watch. Former Senator Heidi Heitkamp, considered a leading candidate to become Agriculture Secretary, co-authored an opinion piece at AgriPulse.com, arguing for policymakers to address the climate issue. Her co-author was former Senator Saxby Chambliss, the Georgia Republican. A group that Heitkamp co-founded, the One Country Project, sent out an email to promote the piece. Grassley tests positive for covid Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa announced yesterday he has tested positive for the coronavirus. I'm feeling good. We'll keep up my work for the people of Iowa from home, Grassley87 sent in a tweet. Senator Roy Blount of Missouri told reporters that Grassley has been great about wearing his mask, and I think great about taking care of himself. Senate Ag Chair feted at portrait unveiling. Senator Pat Roberts of Kansas will be hard to escape on Capitol Hill next year, even if he is retired. A portrait of the retiring chairman of the Senate Agriculture Committee was unveiled yesterday afternoon. It'll hang in the committee's hearing room next year to go with another version over in the House Ag Committee. Roberts is famously the first lawmaker to chair both committees and to author farm bills from both chambers. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who attended the unveiling ceremony, noted Roberts had chaired the Ethics and Intelligence Committee, but that ag was, quote, the gavel he was born to wield. McConnell said Roberts, quote, cornered the market on delivering results under all conditions. The committee's ranking Democrat, Debbie Stabenow, presented Roberts with chocolate-covered cherries, a top commodity from her home state of Michigan, and praised his work in developing and expanding today's crop insurance program. I'm not kidding when I say we might not have had Michigan cherry industry without crop insurance, she said. The ceremony included recorded tributes from the likes of Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, Former Secretaries Dan Glickman and Mike Johans, House Agriculture Committee Chair Colin Peterson of Minnesota, former Senator Bob Dole of Kansas, and many of the numerous former Robert staff members who are now involved in the industry around D.C. Bozeman. Stimulus unlikely this year. Producers likely won't see another influx of COVID-19 cash until after the first of the year, Arkansas Senator John Bozeman feels Democrats are holding out for a Biden administration. I don't see us really getting anything done until after the first of the year, and I think Vice President Biden has got ideas along those lines, and I think Democrats are purposely waiting, he told AgriPulse. By the way, as of this week, the coronavirus food assistance program has paid out roughly $20.5 billion to producers in CFAP1 and CFAP2. According to USDA, about $10.4 billion of cfp 2 payments have been distributed so far to 651,000 farmers. EU faces international concerns over carbon tariff. Several countries, including the U.S., airing concerns at the World Trade Organization over the European Union's plan to tax imports based on their carbon intensity. The U.S., Canada, Colombia, India, Norway, Paraguay, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Turkey all expressing reservations about the carbon border adjustment plan after the E.U. made a presentation this week on its European Green Deal, an initiative that the Trump administration has sharply criticized for threatening agricultural productivity and reducing farmers' access to technologies such as pesticides. Report agrobotics face numerous challenges. A new paper from the Council for Agriculture, Science, and Technology says there are both technical and socioeconomic barriers to the increased adoption of ground and aerial robots in agriculture. Among the engineering challenges are designing and deploying robots to work faster and more gently than human labor when interacting with plants and animals, the paper says. There's also the fear that robots will replace humans and the question of whether robots are economically viable. We're certainly going to see the use of robots growing slowly, that Purdue professor Dennis Buckmaster said on a cast webinar yesterday. He doesn't think robots will be common on farms for at least another decade jobs robots could do include harvesting of fruits and vegetables weeding and thinning and vegetable crops precision chemical application and crop canopy management USDA takes a bow for a dairy success in Indonesia u.s. dairy exports to Indonesia were already on the rise but trade shot up dramatically after USDA Undersecretary for Trade Ted McKinney traveled to the Southeast Asian nation to host an event aimed at boosting the profile of U.S. cheese, whey, lactose, and nonfat dry milk, that according to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The U.S. share of Indonesia's dairy market jumped by 11% in the 12 months after McKinney Headline: the U.S.-Indonesia Dairy Roundtable in September 2019, says FAS, far outpacing the record 2019 year. U.S. exports of dairy products to Indonesia surged to more than 160,000 metric tons, valued at more than $346 million, the report said. Here's today's He Said It. If we hadn't included cherries from Michigan, well, there wouldn't be a crop insurance program. That Senate Agriculture Chair Pat Roberts yesterday after the panel's ranking Democrat Debbie Stabenow credited crop insurance for saving her state's cherry industry. Roberts co-authored the Landmark Agriculture Risk Protection Act of 2000, which significantly expanded the insurance program and has been the industry's most vocal champion ever since. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, November 18th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.